second half of the year. <laughs> this first six months has been a wild ride, and I am still dead smack in the middle of it. Uh, so much has happened since the last time we were here. Lots of traveling, more speaking, uh, more reaching, network expanding. I had a birthday, summer solstice, Father's Day full moon things and all the things we have been transcending so beautifully I have been blossoming with no damn chill <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and amidst that blossoming um, I've come to notice some things uh, within myself that I'm very proud of that I'm really inspired by and I don't know if you have these moments where um, hopefully you do, you take self-inventory, you have uh, a check and balance, You, especially if you created a practice of recognizing your patterns and not just what people are doing to you, but things that you do to yourself, um, decisions that you make, uh, spaces that you put yourself in, people that you choose that further pushes you into a theme of evolving and living or does it push you into shutting down and becoming stagnant I posted something the other day about evolve or die and as abrupt and harsh as it may sound it is there's no pretty way to say that there's it's also the approach I take with my clients when they come in especially the ones in studio when we used to uh, be in Dallas and hey healer um, but this constant question that came up for me to them and it was a challenge not just for me to them but also me to myself but I would ask them what, what am I helping you to do why are you here what are you inquiring about? What What's the purpose of questioning regimens and herbs and supplements? And also in the same breath telling me what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do. Let's just, let's cut to the chase. Am I helping you to live or die? Simple. And not just me, but I offer this as really hard medicine for them to serve themselves and the people around them like if you take inventory right now and look at the closest five people in your circle what's their energy what is their vibration what is their frequency what is it about them that you tap into what is it about you that they tap into what are they helping you to do live or die die as in be stagnant and oh stagnation stalling um overcompensating shutting down questioning and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with questioning but when your questions yield answers and results that you don't necessarily want to accept so you ignore them or you shut down then that's a problem but this is a real question so over the past 
couple months or so in my own evolving and transcending and this beautiful transmutation that happened from the point where I tumbled down a hill and rolled my ankle with my body going in a different direction. The experience from that fall was so violent. I didn't at the time realize what that violence was taking in me what that violence was enforcing in me like what what that violent trauma was challenging me to do and I was to literally stand in the mirror but as naked and <laughs> with a swollen ankle and ask myself Kira what are we doing what are we doing why do we do podcasts? Why do we travel and teach and facilitate healing for others? Why do we hold spaces at retreat? Why do we create? Why are you a creative doula? Why is it that you fall into these ancient sacred practices, the shamanic healing? What is the motivation for that? And not necessarily just motivation, but What's the point of origin for that? What does it help you to do? Does it help me to open up, to be more honest, to tell the truth more, to not question my integrity, to say exactly how I feel, to love more freely and more open, to command spaces and rooms, which I already do, but (laughs) how can we expand that? How can we be more aware and adamant about understanding that when I walk into rooms, I am shifting atmospheres just by my immediate presence? Like really falling into the essence, this this God source that inhabits this vehicle that is my body. And I'm a part of this amazing, beautiful power like really take into account what that is what that medicine feels like how I can express the way the universe is in love with me and fall into this limitless living like how do you do that though how do you accept that how do you bring your awareness to that you have to literally look at every single thing that happens throughout the day what you choose your conversation, what you entertain, what you scroll, what you're listening to, who you open up to, who you lay with, who you flirting with, who are you like, all of this is an energetic exchange. And energy don't lie. (laughs) So don't be afraid to ask yourself about the people around you. But most importantly, don't be afraid to ask yourself about you. I used to say this a lot growing up, and I think I got this from my granny girl, but she would say, I ain't worried about nobody else because they don't have a heaven or hell to put me in. Because when it comes to that point, God ain't going to ask you about me. So while I'm living, I'm going to be consistent in asking me about me, checking in with me. Where am I? Why am I? What am I? (laughs) How am I? Like really falling deep into this beautiful curiosity 
and imagination and that childlike energy that for some of us was infiltrated and stolen and it is still sacred when we first came into earth and we were still closest with pure energy to god source energy before life happened before all these seeds of adulthood were planted within us like getting back to that energy it's a beautiful thing huh <sighs> i realized within the last 30 days I, and i felt this at the beginning of the year but i want to say something really quickly about karmic cycles um karma and dharma period are principles that are so underestimated and really not fully understood and I, and I feel like in another space I would dive into this but what we know to be true about karma is it's not just punishment for the person that shits on you and so it's coming back to them but understand that karma is you karma is literally you paying it forward and however you pay it forward it comes back to you always because that's the law of the universe that's the reciprocity what you serve is also serving you and the thing about it is it's there's no time gap you know we look at things in concept of time and uh really harp on when and how it's going to come back around to bite people in the ass but in the moment in the very moment of that exchange what you serve in that moment is also simultaneously serving you now over time it will manifest and it will fester and it will grow and it will become evident <laughs> what your seed what you harvested but trust and believe the moment you serve anything to anyone you are also serving that to yourself in that same moment and this is why the principle of love is so important so important so karmic cycles um i know for certain i have ended my last karmic relationship and karmic relationship these are and whatever belief you subscribe to um one thought is as we reincarnate or incarnate multiple times and this kind of falls into path life progressions as well but each time we come back earth side with a lesson we take on a different body you know we become the brother the father the sister the lover of people we once knew in a previous lifetime but whatever deeds were done in those previous lives they create these bonds with people and it's not until we fully live out and complete a full cycle of learning a lesson processing that lesson it's like you have to cycle out you have to cycle out of a pattern and that's essentially what the karmic cycle is and karmic cycles also take root in people and dynamics in our relationships and so this is where the concept of a karmic relationship comes from not necessarily that it is punishment however 
it, there is a lesson attached to that relationship or that dynamic or that connection, that experience that you just are going to continue to live out until you accept and face the fact and tell yourself the truth and, you know, be honest and all these things that um, are tied into the karmic cycle. So it became evident to me this year was the end of a last karmic cycle or relationship that I was connected to. Um, I knew that. I felt that. What I also didn't take into consideration and not just what I know, cerebral, right? In my brain, we know so much. But the knowing in my body, like this visceral understanding that the end of cycles also bring a shift in the way that we communicate, the way that we live, the way that uh, we've previously seen a thing. It's like the veil is lifted. And you honestly don't know what that version of you looks like until you come close to shedding the last parts of that karmic cycle. And when I tell you, I knew I had a pattern of tiptoeing and avoidance and abandonment issues. And also what my granny girl would say, I had the gift of ghost. And the thing about it is I will disappear or I will walk away or I will shut down in the blink of an eye to protect. And this is the thing I did it to protect the person, to protect the experience that I was walking away from, not necessarily for myself. So I would hoard my feelings and I would bite my tongue and I would just sit on all the truth that was mustered up in me because I did not want the person that I was in connection with to feel a certain way. I didn't want to see them disappointed. I didn't want to feel like I was responsible for taking their joy away for letting them down for disappointing them and honestly at the root of all this (laughs) the 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 elevated version or the high vibration of this and understanding that I was sacrificing pieces of myself for the peace of other p-e-a-c-e I was sacrificing pieces of myself for the peace of others and that's a learned behavior. This is in my bloodline. I've I've seen this for generations. I grew up in this kind of energy. So didn't necessarily surprise me once I, I it came to that realization that that was what I was doing. It's the why I was doing that though. I um, have so many stories. All the women in me have lived so many lives and, and I tell people I've died so many deaths and come back to life. It, it's a it 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 just blows my mind how (laughs) my relationship with fear has evolved because I've died so many times because I've accepted death so many times one of my lives I was married was married to a pastor Um, he and I grew up in church together it's a whole lot of um, beliefs and, and tradition and just a lot of energy that comes with that that point in my life but um I soon found out after you know we had been married for a little bit I I started to see 
what I couldn't see just on the surface. And sometimes that happens, right? You don't really know a person until you share a space with them and then you start to see the things that they can't articulate to you. This is how you get to know someone. You're watching their mannerisms and how they take care of themselves and how they clean up after themselves and how they respond to disappointment and what makes them angry and and how do they ebb and flow throughout the day. And these are things (laughs) that... um, should be taken into consideration not just what their representative is telling you about them because they're going to give you all the best parts but I want to know when you are sad you know when when you are overeating when you are you don't feel like taking a shower when you can't muster the strength to get out of bed or make up your bed when when you have days where you're kind of lackluster with your hygiene like what's happening mentally physically and spiritually with you right so okay In that dynamic with my ex-husband, I discovered this man was very, very angry. And he had previously been diagnosed with bipolar and he had a temper and he was very jealous and very protective and and possessive. And I, I had no previous sign or clue that these things were even a part of his design and his makeup. So what I came to learn was I I developed a certain mannerism and behavior in being in that space that I previously didn't have a reference point for. My nervous system immediately went into fight or flight protection mode. So in those visceral symptoms in my body, somatically, when I felt that this was not a safe space for me to say this because X, Y, or Z could happen because a, 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 a hole in the wall could appear because a lamp could be thrown because you know the the elevated voice and the threats and and all of that because a lot all these things could happen in that moment so my nervous system took a picture of that in my body and said I want you to remember this because it will come up again maybe not the person maybe not the place maybe not the exact situation But understand that when your nervous system revisits a feeling, this is muscle memory. It is visceral. It is somatically in the pockets, in the hips, in your breast, in your chest, in your neck, in even the fold of your hands and the way you open your body up. Like there are experiences and emotions hidden in there and they just sit and they just wait. It's energy and it's there primarily because you set it up as a protection and so I have been holding this for years this pattern of when I reached enough I just walk away because I don't really know if if I if it's safe for me to be honest and say how I really feel nevertheless um the last 30 days have brought me to a place of reconciliation and recalibrating that whole dynamic. That's an old paradigm. Um, and when I say reconciling and recalibrating, not necessarily just dismantling it because it's energy and you cannot destroy energy, but it, it energy just evolves. It's just going to transmute into something else. So it was important that I took the fear and the murky, low-vibrating shit festering in that energy 
and I shed light on it and I looked at it and I romanced it and I laid with it and I had conversation with it and I gave attention to it and I I didn't go around it I didn't go above or below it I didn't try to drink it away come on Solange I didn't try to sex it away I sat with it and I held it and I nurtured it understanding that it's also connected to my inner child and I fell into conversation with it and I asked it what is it that you need what is it that you require why is it how is it right and lo and behold here I am today in route as I dropped my sister off at work and I just burst into tears and and spirit just said to me you're free you did it you did it and I I had to in that moment look you got to celebrate and this is not a necessarily a, we're not measuring big or small high or low or hierarchy but you just have to celebrate victories within your body you have to celebrate your revelations you have to celebrate the when you are um when you have transcended you have to celebrate when you notice patterns you have to celebrate growth You have to like really allow yourself to celebrate the parts of you that are transforming that you can actually see and feel with your own eyes, not just by people telling you that you're glowing and that they are so affected by your work and that you are so pivotal to their transformation and evolving and healing. Like all of that is passive, right? Like when people call our name or ask us what our name was. Otherwise, and I I say this a lot in in my sessions, you have no reason to say your name unless someone asks you or you're answering to. Like these are passive behaviors. But what happens when I call my own name out? What, What kind of vibration is released in my body? How does my nervous system respond when I talk to it, when I celebrate it, when I acknowledge it, when I give it directives, when I love on it? when the affirmations and the confirmations come from me, when I am honest, when it comes from me, what does that feel like in my body when I say, Kira, this is it. Say what it is that you need to say. So, I'm going to find my way back (laughs) because we just ventured off somewhere beautiful and just trusting spirit in this moment. I pray that whatever seeds were dropped that you needed, that you caught them. This is, this is just a a, a beautiful, such a beautiful place to be in. It's really hard to articulate. Um, No, I don't have all the answers still. Yes, I still have goals. And yes, I still need clarity in certain things. And yes, I'm in the middle of as we speak strategizing and and really going back to the drawing board and and looking at this beautiful expansion that is happening in my life right now Uh, but in this very moment in this moment right now I am so blessed and elated I'm so safe I'm so held I am so validated I am so needed I am so essential I am so loved 
I am so protected. I am so seen. Yeah, all of that in this very moment. And I want to share that energy with you. And I want to tell you that it is also you. That you are also seen and held and validated and, and needed. That we need your truth. We need you to do this work when no one's looking. We need you to sit with your emotions when you can't post about it or write about it or take a picture of it. Like we need you to really go through and not around the heaviness and the shadows. And I just want you to know that you don't have to do it by yourself. It's not just you. You're not crazy. Well, you you might be. You, <laughs> you might feel like it. And that's also okay as well. But it is necessary because otherwise, if you don't accept the parts of you that you can't control, I mean, you need to lose you. You need to lose parts of you that you hold so tightly so that you can evolve, so that you can... Just allow, just be aware and just allow life to happen. Because this, this spiritual shit is really simple and it's really easy. It's just us, it's humanity that makes it hard. So, there it is. Happy Monday. Me Monday. I hope that you are your greatest muse today. And you find space for medicine that is special in specific to you and your needs and that you fall into manifesting and that you remember the mantras that serve you and that lift you and that bring you higher that is my prayer for you to do for you today may you be healthy may you be wealthy may you be wise happy me monday <laughs>